Hello and welcome to the program. Pastor Frank here with Love, Prayer, and Healing. And we're in a special kind of set of programs, kind of linking these 10 programs. We've already done two. This is number three, seven more to come. Uh, and this, this series are thoughts on, you know, what person do I want to be kind of thing. And I think that it's really interesting because, you know, we're going to look at the book of Philippians and we're going to take uh, all these scriptures uh, that he spoke and we're going to look at them, but in the light of who we are. So the first week we looked at Philippians 1 and 6, you'll be confident. The next, uh, you know, last week we looked at, uh, for me to live as Christ, he says in chapter 1 and verse 21. But now in chapter 2 and verse number 5, uh, he says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. And that's like having a, a truly renewed mind. You know, and it says in Romans chapter 12, verse 3, be not conformed to this present age, but by the renewing of your mind, you know, you'll understand the good and the perfect will of God. So there is an effort here, in a sense, the conversion of the soul. You know, the spirit is born again, and your body follows what your soul tells it to, what you think, but you have to allow your whole, the Holy Spirit in you to rule your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions. And so you have to let this mind be in you, which was also in Jesus. In other words, how would Jesus handle this? And the key to that really is understanding the Word of God, that the Word of God will, will wash you, the washing of the Word of God. You're, you're clean by the things I've spoken to you, Jesus said in John 15. So you, you don't conform to the world standards, but you conform to the Word of God standard. And you have to let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. And there's different things that affect our mind, and it's basically what you take in, your eye gate, ear gate, you know, sense gate, what you're, you're feeling, and how you allow the mind of Christ to be in you, to think the thoughts of God. He says, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. My, my way is higher than your way. And he says to the evil man, forsake your thoughts. So this is a process, and it takes a while <laughs> I don't know if we completely arrive at this because it seems like there's a sin nature within us that, that wants to go to the dark side. There's, there's a battle, a battle of the mind, it's called. And the mind is really where the war takes place. And if you're ignorant of this, you can get down and depressed. And some people do, do bad things when they get into that state. And God doesn't want you to go there. You know, he says, let this mind be in you, which was in Christ, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation. This goes so against the grain of being human. You know, we want to be somebody. And, you know, when I was in high school, I was, um, you know, pretty popular. I was a uh, um, class officer and all that stuff and just a lot of fun. But the wrestling coach had approached me and he asked me to go out for wrestling. And I had an after-school job. And quite honestly, I don't think I wanted to do the discipline of wrestling, but I wanted that varsity jacket because that was another status in the world, you know. Those who had, you know, I, I would have had the complete package. But I think God was keeping me because maybe I would have gotten involved in things I shouldn't have been. But I never got my varsity jacket. And I ended up doing a funeral and um, of one of the wrestlers of the team, a classmate. Uh, his wife was also in our class. And the wrestling coach came 
to the funeral, and I sat with him. I knew him, you know. He'd been my gym teacher. And I said, you know, I have one regret in life, I said to him. I said, I regret that I didn't go out for wrestling when you asked me to go out to the wrestling team. And his response surprised me because I thought his whole life was wrestling. Anyways, he turned to me and he said, if that's your only regret in life, you've had a pretty wonderful life. It was like the Holy Ghost slapped me in the face. I go, whoa. And all of a sudden I began to understand, see, the mind of Christ, it's not bad to achieve in life, but you want to do it by the Holy Spirit. He says, not by, you know, power or might, but by my spirit that we, we walk in the things of God. And But if we try to be of a reputation that is prideful and puffed up, that's not God. Pride was the first sin, really, that the devil committed in heaven. So I would climb the that post. I want to be like God, make my throne like God's, and read it in if Isaiah 14. But we, we want to resist that. We want to humble ourselves. God exalts the humble. If we humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God, he says, in due time, I will exalt you. And when I you know, really heard that coach speak those words to me, I was set free in a way that I had never experienced it because there was a little regret there, you know. And I felt that I actually needed to repent. It was kind of a pride thing. But it freed me then to go forth and be everything God wanted me to be, to have the mind of Christ. What does God think about these situations? So as we look at this study, if you need to go back and hear the first two, I'm being confident that what he's begun, he'll complete. If you sell out for God, and then if you have the mind of God, See, what a wonderful life that is for you. And it's attainable for any believer, not just for these superstar Christians. God wants you to be all he created you to be. It's a mystery, really, that has to be discovered. But as you give him your mind, you you enter a self-discovery mission of understanding really who you are and what God wants to do. And when God wants to be done, I'm a personal witness, it gets done. Amen. It is accomplished. And in heaven, there's a great reward, but there's also an earthly reward as we serve the Lord. He says, those who diligently seek him, he will reward. So Father, now in the name of Jesus, I'm asking you to give the listening audience a mind transplant, to remove the mind of the world and the things of the world and the lusts of the flesh and the love of the world, to remove that and and implant in them the mind of Christ and how God would act and give them revelation in the word of God for them personally not just general revelation, not logos, but a rhema, a spoken word from God to them in Jesus' name. Oh, this is, this is tender. This is where you really go intimately into the presence of God. So, Father God, I thank you very much for this audience. In Jesus' name, give them your mind and tune into the program. Send me a line. Go back and listen to each, and we're going to really have a good one again, number four in this series on who I want to be as I look at Paul's life in the book of Philippians. So, God bless you. Bye for now. In Jesus' name.